Hey there, welcome to Mastering Middle Age, a podcast where I'm your guide through the roller coaster of middle age life. I'm Ginny, your middle aged host, and on this journey, we're not just surviving, we're thriving. I'm here to share stories, laughs, and a bit of wisdom with you, alongside some amazing guests who are rocking their own unique phases of life. So, why Mastering Middle Age? Well, because let's be real, life in the middle can be a bit like herding cats work, family, relationships. It's a juggling act, but fear not because on this podcast, we're turning those everyday struggles into lessons and the best part, we're doing it with a healthy dose of humor. Join me and my diverse group of friends who sometimes find themselves in different chapters of life. Together, we're diving into the highs and lows and all the messy bits in between. My goal? To make connections, find common ground, and maybe become better humans in the process. So whether you're knee-deep in middle age like me, or you're curious about the adventure that lies ahead, Mastering Middle Age is your go-to spot for genuine conversations, shared experiences, and a few laughs along the way. Thanks for tuning in. Let's embark on this middle-aged escapade together because life's a journey, and we're mastering it one episode at a time. Welcome to the Be More Happy Show. Bitch. <laughs> no, sir. What's the name of your podcast? I think I think I'm going to go with Mastering Middle Age because, you know, I'm super generic. Mastering Middle Age. Yes. How'd you come up with that name, Miss Jenny? Well, I was working on my grad school assignment on self-directed learning, which means I'll have to learn how learn a skill on my own. And how am I going to accomplish that? And I had to have a title. So I just made it up because I'm like Googling what age you have to be to be middle age. You are middle age. I found that out when I Googled it. You're almost 50, man. (laughs) I'm not almost 50 yet. Well, middle age actually officially starts at 45. A few more months. It'll be official. (laughs) Fucking old, man. Time flies by, huh? Mm -hmm. Remember whenever you were 16? Mm, I wish I could forget. I hated being a teenager. Why? I don't know. I think because like, my world felt chaotic mm. all the time. It was awful. Was it because of your relationship with your husband? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> he was the root cause of everything, huh? Who? Your you? husband. No. What do you mean? Because like, your parents hated me and like they didn't want you to see me. So, so it was my it mission hard. to make you like me. <laughs> So it was hard for you to to make it happen, you know? You had to work your ass off for that relationship in all kind of ways. I I tortured myself. You think? Absolutely. But it was worth it, I guess. You tortured yourself? I did. Because, like, there were so many... I would never put up with that shit today. You growed up now, though. I did. A little bit. And you know what you want now. You're Mm -hmm. you're not like... Never used a teenager. You was like... That's the one I want. That's the love of my life. I knew you know? what I wanted. You didn't give up, Miss Jenny. I oh, know. That's good. That's it's resilient. Like- <laughs> resilient as a motherfucker. You, you got to admire that. It's almost pathetic. <laughs> Can we move on? It's your podcast, babe. You, I know. You lead it. You lead it. Okay. So, um, because it's my first episode, I think I should lead with, I want... Who you can you start that? Can you say that again? Because, uh-huh. yeah, whenever you talk, that I think because it's me moving, or maybe the chair, you, is, there's, the chair is creaking. Mine, whenever you turn, I think that's a lie. I think it's you on that fucking table. I, I told you, get your damn hands off the table. We are gonna see. I pointed out next time you keep turning and I hear that noise. <laughs> We're like, Jenny, there it is. That's because you didn't put the chair together right. Remember that? Oh, god, here we go. 
true. You left that piece <laughs> off, and now it creaks. Bitch, I, I was going to put that piece on. Bitch, me one more time. We on a podcast. <laughs> No, I want, I, I really, my goal to start and start each episode is to try to be relatable. And I think for me, I relate to people easily through shared laughter and embarrassing moments are always funny after it's over. Maybe sometimes after some years pass. I don't know. After but, it's over? Mm-hmm. Like it's not embarrassing. When it's embarrassing, it's not fun and it's not funny. You ever did something like in public where like you hit your head on something, you was all by yourself and like, you're like, fuck. And like, and then like you kind of remember that you're in public and look around and you just start laughing or you feel embarrassed as shit. Morris, if I'm in public, I always know I'm in public. I never forget that I'm in public. Really? Yeah. That's probably something that's like really cool if you can go into public and like forget you're there. <laughs> something I've, I think I've been practicing so like I could feel more at peace with myself because I think back in the days I had that anxiety and just like kind of worried about what other people would think of me as innocence. Mm-hmm. But now like I feel like I'm present in that moment to not even care what people would think about me you know so what was your embarrassing moment miss jenny oh i don't know which one which one would you like for me to go over there's so many there's uh, let's talk about that one that you pooed on yourself at work oh you mean your embarrassing <laughs> moment you even threw your drawers in the garbage not even not once <laughs> i don't even think it was twice oh, three or four times that's a shame like you, sometimes you think it's just a fart and you think you'd have learned the first time and or the second time now, it always feels like just a fart. I will never forget that <laughs> phone call. I think today, like, most of my embarrassing moments happen when I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just stating something. And people laugh because I said something that was funny, but I don't see it to be funny. Or I don't see the humor in it because it wasn't intended to be funny. That's I embarrassing me- for you? I immediately get embarrassed. Because you're being serious with the conversation. They're like laughing. You're like, what the fuck are y'all laughing at? Yeah, like, I don't understand. I've met a couple of people that were like that, that would just say funny stuff and not even know it, you know, yeah. because. I don't think I'm funny. Mm-hmm. I think you're funny. Do you? Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Not funny with me. You're usually bitching at me about something. Go, go do this. Go do that. Go do this. Go do that. Can you get that? You do it. (laughs) (laughs) So your first episode, babe. I know. I'm excited. I'm nervous because I don't know what the hell I'm doing with editing. What's it called again? Mind of a midlife crisis? Mastering middle age. Oh, mastering middle ages. Yeah. I feel like I'm always trying to master something. So what's the target goal with this podcast? I think I have a few goals, but I think my overall. I'm so sorry. I turned into the host that's okay you're a guest but that's whatever you're experienced i'm not you have experience on running a podcast i have experience on listening to them you don't listen to your husbands i do i I am behind though you you know what it is i think i I go to podcasts specifically to laugh Mm, oh so i need to be more funny in my podcast i need some comedy no i don't think like it's either humorous or it's not. But I feel like you're like, what do you, 
you tell me what your goal is with your podcast. Um, me, like, I feel like I don't really have a goal, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's just since having a podcast and doing a podcast and having those people on the podcast, what I truly enjoy is having people share their story mm-hmm. because it's something they really hadn't done yet. But after they share it, they feel like so liberated and free and just because they kind of stepped out their comfort zone by even sharing their story. So, so you feel like that's the part I like you. So you feel kind of like you're like a vessel for other people to share parts of themselves mm-hmm. and maybe sense. develop connections outside of that. Mm-hmm. In a sense. Yes. That's good. But I also want the podcast to be like a place of inspiration for people. Mm-hmm. You know, like I want people to come to better listen to it and then kind of walk away with dang like if he could do it i could do it or mm-hmm. if she she could do it i could do it you know what i mean just not just through me but through the guests because most times in the stories people are conquering and overcoming something you know yeah so yeah that's the beauty of it in my eyes you know yeah we all have junk absolutely everybody right? every single Fucking person. Ooh, are you going to have curse words on your podcast? I don't care. Oh, okay. I just said the F one. I didn't know. Whatever. I don't care. Like, I really want anyone who comes to guest feel like they're being their authentic self. Did you hear they're supposed to be building a hotel on the moon? I seen that. They should be set to open 2027 or 2028. What's wrong? That's not true? I I don't know. You know, I have no idea. I just remember reading like a little headline about it. I just think it's kind of ridiculous that they have like people who are starving in this world. Yet we can build a hotel on the moon. Where are our priorities? I know. Just imagine hauling all the equipment for that shit (laughs) to the fucking moon. You know what I'm saying? Like, which... what if they're not? Like, you know how they have this 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 theory that we've never actually been to space and never actually landed on the moon? Like, it was all fake. What if they're gonna simulate a trip to the moon, and when you get there, you think you're on the damn moon, but you're in a freaking studio and you have no idea? You would never know. The Truman Show. So, what else are we gonna talk about, Miss Jenny? Do you have any questions? Yes. Oh goodness, I'm so scared. It's kind of, it's nothing to be scared of, I don't think. If you could go back in time and tell 20-year-old Mo something or give him advice, what would you get? tell him? Hire a coach. Have somebody. Can I rephrase the question? If you could go back in time and advise 20-year-old Mo on something that he would be willing to listen to. Well, look. It all starts with planting seeds, right? Yeah. So, like, even if I didn't understand that, mm-hmm. I would think that over time. But, man, like, Mo told me I should get a coach. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. like, I think, I don't know, I'll probably be called more. I'll see more opportunities for that to happen, I would think. Mm-hmm. I think it would have happened, you know? Do you remember when you were 20? <sighs> yeah, we were, I think around that time, truly. Like, I think I was not drinking like maybe a little but not as much because i got to a point where you don't remember whenever i stopped drinking for a while no it was a period whenever i didn't drink all the time because i remember whenever um what got me messed up was i started bringing a guy home from work a guy home 
from work yes mm-hmm. and um every day he'd offer to buy me a beer for payment mm-hmm. and the first time i was like no i'm good you know so the second day no nah, bro you, you you gotta you gotta get a beer you know it's just like you know like for you doing this for me you know so drank that beer you know and it ended up being three weeks that i gave him a ride so every day i drank a beer and once he wasn't there i still wanted that fucking beer because i guess it became like a habit i want you to know i did listen to that episode of your podcast i never said that in my podcast yes you did no i didn't okay i know i did i think it was my actually my first episode actually i think was it Mm -hmm. Mm because it was like me kind of sharing my story or whatever yeah three weeks is all it takes that's what they say 21 days (laughs) but look it took me like six months to learn how to put my left leg up whenever i shower for that shit (laughs) you were intentional about that (laughs) absolutely but now i'm good can you absolutely i'm right now i'm working on brushing my teeth with my left hand i tried it one day i couldn't do it like i did it the past three days really good Uh, job good job babe. just because it's different (laughs) it makes my brain work in a different way yeah you know what i mean because i'm not used to doing that with my left hand so have you heard that you should repeat i love you to yourself in the mirror like 20 times every day 15 20 times Mm-mm. you know it's funny the night like three or four nights ago was the first time that i could ever say that i truly felt proud of myself mm-hmm. like 100 percent, and just happy and i did say like i love you more i'm so proud of you like in the mirror you know like i never ever did that and i, and I never felt deserving enough to do that basically you know what, oh, I mean? what do you feel like sparked that in, inside of you I don't know. Like, just, I feel like with the podcast, it, it has helped in a sense with that because I feel like I'm truly making the world a better place mm-hmm. by these people sharing their story, them being liberated, and other people also being inspired by these people's stories, you know? so mm-hmm. I think that you have found a fulfillment within yourself by being able to talk to people you don't necessarily really know. And you don't have to small talk your way through it. <laughs> Look. And so it's fulfilling for you mm-hmm. because you're having conversations. I know you don't always, you, you really don't feel like you're extroverted, though other people see you that way. I don't think people see me as extroverted. Really? I do not. Because, I don't know, maybe. I have no fucking I, idea. I, I think True. because I know you in a different way, like I see you as extroverted sometimes. Do you see me as extroverted? But I know that you're not. Oh. Because I've I've known you my whole life, you know. You know I used to have my face in the pillow at your house. I rem- yes. I did that shit for like thirty minutes before like I warmed up or whatever. The reason I always thought girls practice with each other. So like, <laughs> I, I feel like your girl- uncles probably taught you that. No. <laughs> Just so you know, it's not true. <laughs> I, I don't know why I thought that. Like, I always thought that girls had experience, and that's why like I was always. Shy. shy if only you knew the truth kiss, to kiss girls or whatever you know like she got experience you know like i don't like she gonna do some wild shit and scare me <laughs> <laughs> true. yeah i hope you share a lot of this stuff on a podcast oh my god for real who like did you just assume that about girls though i did it was just a complete assumption did you ever catch your sister kissing her friends no, I caught her kissing Barbies and shit all the time. Really? And her mirror, too. She has to kiss her. Aw. She liked her Barbies. <laughs> yeah, she did. She <laughs> loved them. She wanted to make out with them. <laughs> did you ever play Barbies with her? For, for some reason, I feel like I brought my 
G.I. Joe or wrestling men of course into the Barbary stuff you know a like, thousand percent there's no other way I used to play with Kit and stuff Ken Ken with Jennifer and Percy really yeah I was like nine years old or whatever anyway oh you would tell yourself to get a coach that's where we were at yeah definitely mm. get a coach or do you think there's anything that you could have told your 20 year old self about that would get him to listen I think the thing truly would be to like that poison is alcohol like learn the history about alcohol mm -hmm. and realize that it's a problem in your family and fix that problem you know then everything else is gonna work out for you yeah like that would have been a hard truth especially at that age you know but like i think it would have it could have opened my eyes you know right i think you would have rejected it at first but then again, it's coming from you. So maybe you would have been like, wow, that wasn't me. I better take myself seriously. I don't know. There's a couple of things. I don't know that I would. What about in reference to the kids? Would you have advised yourself on something? Because we had both our kids by the time you were 21, right? 20? Colin was just born, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I would say to, to communicate with your kids. Just communicate. Where it's a mutual understanding, in a sense, with each other. Mm -hmm. A conversation. And, yeah, absolutely. Because, I don't know, like, I kind of with that, like, and this may sound weird, but, like, I wouldn't want to be, like, an obedient type parent. You mean an authoritative? Yeah, of course, not authoritative. But, like, I don't want to be, I don't want to tell them they can't do this or you can't do that. Okay. I mean, like, I don't know. Like where you expect them to obey you. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think Colin, like, cornered the market on that because when he was really, really young, he would always tell me stuff like, you can't make me. And I always felt like, God, he's right. And why would I want to? He would always say that. And when he would get bad conduct marks at school and he'd come home and I'd try to punish him and be like, why I gotta be punished twice? I'm like, you know what? You're right, bro. Go play. That's true. I don't even know if I'm going to put this on the, on the official recording, but when I walked into work today, they had Jehovah's Witnesses at every entrance. Really? They're on a mission, babe. I feel so bad. How do you, how, do, how would you, a Jehovah's Witness tried to throw a Bible at you on the way into work? I have a different point of view on religion. Like, if you want, we can discuss. I'll <laughs> express to you my theory, you know, what I mm -hmm. feel, you know. If you're open to it, you know, then you can share your story, you know. Right. I've de definitely talked to him. Kind of because I think typically, like, an older version of me would, like, you know, act like I believe in religion mm -hmm. whenever I really don't. Right. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been so open to just express my feelings and my thoughts about it. You know what I mean? Right. It felt good. It was like You mean religion, like, in the organized sense, right? Like, I know you believe in a creator, right? Yeah, I'm... What other... Huh? I'm confused. I'm talking about organized... You know what organized religion is. That's like what... Catholics? Even non-denominational yeah, isn't... They, yeah, they say they're... They're non-denominational, and it's like it's different than organized religion, but it's still organized religion. God doesn't want to put us in a box. He wants us to be free and explore the world he created, right? 
That's what I think. I think that's I think that's the difference. What they say, like in spirituality versus the religion stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they say. And it's not wrong, right? They say religion. Um, you talk to seek out, and in spirituality, you talk to seek in. Because I th- and I don't know in the Bible they got all kinds of scriptures too about seeking in within yourself. Yeah, but because like God put His light inside of us. Yeah, but people don't know that or hear that part. Like, like that, well, they perceive it in a different way because they're told it's not what it means. They're oh, they're told like a different. Oh yeah, for God maybe or whoever. Only God could do that or something, maybe. Yeah, pretty much. But he, he gave us the power. That's yeah. why our, our words are, words have power. Like we believe, you don't think your words have power? Don't have power if you give them power. What do you mean? You have to feed it. Right. Ultimately, if you're feeding your words, it has power. Don't feed it, Jenny. I won't. I struggle every day. <laughs> I won't. I know. I struggled today. Did you? Whenever I went to the gym this morning, well, you didn't go to the gym this morning. You went put air in my tires. I put air in your tires. I went to the gym. I sat in the parking lot for like four or five minutes. Oh, then I left. One more question: If you knew you were going to die tomorrow, what would you tell your kids tonight? Oh man, I don't know. You know, like I would like to tell them to like be free, like just be who they are, like and just love and accept themselves right now for who they are and become the person that you want to be you know like Mm -hmm. just be who you are and love yourself you know because at the end of the day like you spend more time with yourself than anybody else or anything else so if you're truly not happy with yourself like your whole internal world kind of sucks and it's Mm -hmm. hard makes life harder for you you know what i mean because you're not proud of yourself and i think that's important i think doing something every day that makes yourself proud of yourself mm-hmm. is important that doesn't matter what that is you know you got one little task for the day to do and you do it and that task makes you proud good goals <laughs> done well you got to talk about why you started the podcast oh or why you uh, what's my goals what made you cry i didn't cry what are you talking about no, what made you cry? I didn't cry. <laughs> Why? Like because like I want to get an outside perspective of who I am. I feel like I constant till the day I die, I want to continue trying to learn who I am. Because I feel like this is the only way I'll get comfortable with who I am and not give a shit. That might be false, but I think it should be everybody's goal to like figure out who you are. Because I think once I really figure out who I am, maybe I could love me. I do love me. But like really, like even the bad parts. I think like to truly be happy and confident in yourself, I think you got to practice a state of gratitude as much as you can. I think the more and more that you practice that, the better and better you get at it. And then the more and more gratitude and happy moments you could have, you know, it's like, it sounds stupid simple, but like, it's like a learning any, anything that you do, you know, like the instrument, you got to practice it, you know, like. Learning a new exercise at the gym, you got to practice it. You right. Know, like it's, it's a built starting, skill. Yeah. L- l- like starting a new job, learning new shit. <clears throat> you got to learn it and grow through it. Can we, we, practice. We, yeah. You know? Like when we were talking the other day and I was telling you how like I used to be so judgy in my head. That was like when I was like 20, 25, really a lot younger. 
for me, I think it was like realizing that people, I want people to see me for who I am, like, and be comfortable opening up to me. So I had to like actively practice, and I still do today. Like, if I, I think something negative about somebody, I'll immediately like, put it out of my head, especially like strangers. But I have to tell myself, like, that's like a jerk thought. Move on. And then I actually look for a compliment. But it's a practice skill, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Just mm-hmm. like practicing gratitude, practice skill. It's a good thing to do. Absolutely. I think that's what kind of helped me. Remember how I was saying, like, I felt lighter the other day? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's, like, it's just getting better. That brought me so much joy. Really? For you to say that, yes. Mm-hmm. Because I know, like, I know that feeling, and it's so good mm-hmm. and peaceful. The goal. 